Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up Mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit Grandma. She's getting up there. That's like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, Join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Osiris. We are live Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Welcome everyone out there in niche fish podcasting world. We are two days shy of Fish's 2022 summer tour. And here on the Helping Friendly Podcast, live 
excited to give you, to present our summer 2022 wish list here today. We're going to dive into, we're hoping to hear the band play, what bust outs maybe we'd love to hear, what shows we think are going to be great, a bunch of other stuff. It's going to be a really, really fun, loose episode with absolutely zero consequences because I can guarantee every single one of you nothing that we say is going to happen, which is kind of, you know, the point of hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. That's just, go ahead. You're totally wrong. Everything that I'm going to disclose on this episode is a hundred percent based in fact. I have been receiving texts all week from various people who know things about stuff. And that is all I'm relaying to you. None of nothing that I have to say is speculation. Just so you know, just to be clear. Good afternoon, Ben. Yes, the stuff that Jonathan knows, the things that he understands, potentially are true. And I will give him that. And knowing some of his answers, I'm hoping that some of them are true. So this is going to be a really fun episode. We are uh, we are really excited to dive into this. Um, before we get started, um, I think we just – we're all uh, – parents here on Helping Friendly Podcast, and I think we all just want to um, take a quick moment. There was a really significant tragedy uh, yesterday in our country, and um, we want to just take a very quick moment of silence for the victims in Texas. Uh, It seems like the only appropriate thing to do right now as uh, young parents who are terrified, angry, sad, um, about what continues to happen in our country and seems to have absolutely no end. And you're absolutely right, Brian Goldenberg, in Buffalo as well, two weeks ago. RJ, Megan, Jonathan, do you have anything you want to add? I have a quick comment about moments of silence. Obviously, I'm respectful of your wish to have one but i think they're bullshit because politicians just want us to be silent they don't want to hear us i kind of don't disagree with you so i I appreciate you saying that and i appreciate uh you being able to contradict me in 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 any moment i i I don't really know what to do because because the things i want to say like probably could put me in what does Bob Dylan say? Like I, it would, they would, they would put me under a guillotine if I if I said the things I wanted to say live on the internet right now. If you can't say it on the internet, where can you say it? It's true. A lot of people <laughs> ask themselves that. I'm, I'm so fucking sick of this bullshit. You know, I mean, I guess that's my main thing. Like, if you, if in this country you don't support like reasonable gun control, like you're you're sanctioning kids being killed. It's like pretty straightforward to me. I don't think there's a lot of nuance and like the don't bring politics into this is like the the worst possible thing you can say, which is what like a lot of people who don't want to support anything to prevent these things from happening. And um, yeah, that's all. Thank you, RJ. I think people need to be saying that. It's just common sense at this point. I teach third grade and, you know, I've had to go into school a lot of days after tragedies like this, and it never gets any easier. And today we were having an assembly, and there were some fourth graders singing a song, and they were singing about love and peace. And I just felt so ashamed because we have failed these children so profoundly. And 
people really need to think about caring for each other as if we were actually a family and giving a shit about people that they don't know. And so I think we really have to start thinking about putting our money behind things that matter. Yeah, I agree with you all. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone out there for giving us a brief moment here to share our thoughts and feelings on all of this. I, I know that we are doing this on a fun fish podcast, but it was uh, top of mind in text this morning and in our hearts and in our wherever we are individually right now. So, um, yeah. Um, let's jump into our episode here, which on that note, on that note, we're going to talk <laughs> about a jam band that we love. Escapism. Yay. It's great escapism. Um, and that offers us an opportunity to, you know, really share in a very simplistic joy that, uh, ultimately I think is essential and is important and is necessary in, uh, in this world. So I do want um, to say, Brian, I think if more people had collective joy together, the way that we do at fish shows, there would be less of this. Probably would bring more people together. I have never brought a person, but I think it has to be like opportunities to commune together and dance and sing and feel joy together and recognize our connectedness in humanity. I think that's a very good point. It's very well said. So we want to remind you all, um, we will be doing live recaps the day after each show this upcoming uh, spring and summer tour. I'm, I'm saying we're getting two tours this year. It's pretty cool. We got it. We got a spring tour that's coming up and then we got a summer tour coming just a little bit after that. Um, just for anyone out there who's hanging out, either listening right now or who will be listening to this when this podcast goes up, um, we've got uh, some spots still available for Orange Beach shows as well as night three of Deer Creek. Um, so if you are attending any of those shows, you would like to come on and hang out with this just motley crew here of wonderful wonderful and very intense fish fans after a fish show let me tell you um please shoot us a message uh send us a message at either hf pod on twitter or individual twitter accounts megan has her twitter account posted on screen the megan dance which is like the most apropos twitter account (laughs) to half of your instagram feed is (laughs) Megan getting down at a fish show and just like <laughs> in total bliss zone. So reach out to us. Um, we will get you booked. We'll send you all of the information over. We would love to have as many of you on this show as possible throughout the summer to get to know you and to hear your perspective on fish. Cause you get to hear ours for way too long. Like we just go on and on. And like some of us have like six more recommendations than were required and you have to listen to that and it's really annoying. And I understand. And we want to hear your recommendations and your thoughts. So um, I also want to um, tell you all about our sponsor, which is Sunset Lake CBD. (sighs) Sunset Lake, man. It's the greatest. You talk about like intensity. Sunset Lake helps to take off the intensity because they have a line of smokable hemp products, which are for the old deadhead like myself or the young fish fan like my son Wallace. Searching for a mellow body high. 
Smoking CBD has all the benefits of high THC cannabis without the paranoia or the anxious side effects. Nine different strains from this year's harvest. There's something for everyone, even you. Hawaiian Haze is awesome for an outdoor show. Cherry Abacus is great for the end of the night. All of the flour is grown, cured, and trimmed. The trimming is super key. That's a hard, hard job. I don't know if any of you out there have trimmed some marijuana. I have in the past. It's a really like intensive job on your fingers. Knowing that this is trimmed by Sunset Lake CBD farmers, it's a really important part of this overall process. Even better, their farm-to-table approach at Sunset Lake um, gets you great pricing on premium CBD flour by shipping directly from their farm to your door. So please check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com. Use coupon code HFPOD for 20% off all products. Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. And with that, we're going to turn our attention to the upcoming Fish Summer Tour. We have a 10-show spring tour, followed by, I don't know how many shows are in the summer tour, but a lot. There's a lot of shows this summer. There's going to be a lot of fish music. Someone is going to criticize me, Jonathan, for having 275 songs on my 2022 playlist when all is said and done because I just <laughs> add songs I like to hear. Um, but that said, I, I guess the the best way to start this before we jump into our categories, we've got like a bunch of round robin categories that we're going to go through here. But um, RJ, you are to my right or left, depending on where you're looking at this, either from my screen or yours. Um, tell me we had an incredible 2021 fish. We've had two short runs that have happened here in the early part of 2022. Tell me generally, what are you hoping for from fish when they go back on the road here in the spring and summer tour? Um, I mean, I just want them to stay healthy and have fun. That's all. That's really all I want. I think everything else will take care of itself. You know, I mean, I think these runs at msg in mexico i mean we know at this point that they're having fun and i think pretty like pretty connected at this point to each other and they're like trey doing those those shows they just did um which you saw one of those brian i think that's always good for trey to get out there and do tab shows and um i think it's going to be great i don't have any i just want them to be able to play the shows and for everyone to be able to stand up there and play music for a few hours every night. And I think everything else will be fine. I feel like I don't even need to like go to Megan or Jonathan or myself for that. Cause I think you, you just said it all that that's it. Just keep them healthy. Keep them on the road. I, I will say one thing, the red rock show I saw with Trey back on Sunday, it was the first time I've ever seen, not the first time, it was the first time in a long time I've seen fish or a fish member with like the big screens next to the stage. You know, usually they're not like that. There's no screens like behind fish when they're playing and stuff. And they had the camera right on Trey's face as he was singing the re-entry chorus to set yourself free. The man is dead fucking serious when he says set yourself free. Like his face, it is, it is like he's looking out at the crowd, super focused. And I was like, this man is not messing around when he tells you to set your soul free. And it just it kind of it moved me in a big way. Megan, Jonathan, anything you guys want to add in terms of what you're just generally hoping for from Fish 2022? No, I think RJ kind of nailed it. Like, as long as they 
we know they can drop in and you know kick out four solid shows, right? MSG shows that. So with all of the shows they have lined up this spring and this summer, um, as long as they can stay healthy and keep playing, I think it's uh, I think it just bodes well. I think they're 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 ready, um, and it will only get better as the shows go on, as as usual. This is very true. I just want to say that my dad was also, and my mom, at Pab shows in Red Rocks. Um, they flew out from North Carolina. They had never been to Red Rocks before, and they had the best time. And I think my dad is been watching the pod because he emailed me like a breakdown of the show the next day with like his <laughs> highlights and actually telling me that he thought that they should have reversed um, Life Beyond the Dream in first tube so that everybody left on this hopeful note of Life Beyond the Dream. I was like, Dad – What's going on? Do you want a job on the pod? Like, are you trying to take my seat? It was very funny. So um, he loved the show. But obviously, we need to bring him on. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. We, we, we got to bring him on. <laughs> he would we love that. Careful what you ask for. He would literally <laughs> like waiting in the next room, ready to come on. Um, no, but I think I agree with everything RJ and Jonathan said. I mean, I'm just excited, ready for a super fun summer tour. Let's keep them healthy and just. I think I think they're going to play incredible music this summer. Everything is set for them too. We've got these two very cool runs that have happened at the start of the year that I think we all loved. I mean, it's eight really solid shows, really, 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 really solid shows, really, really to start the year. Um, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come. So with that, we are going to begin with our round robin of wishlist items for summer 2022. The first of which is what do you hope is the surprise gem of tour. And what do I mean by this? Well, dear listener, 2021 had a Fluffhead jam. It had a return of a Haley's Comet jam. I know I'm blanking on a few right now as I speak. There was a Karini jam in the encore. You think about the Baker's Dozen. You had a Steep jam. You had a Lawn Boy jam. It's one thing when they open a second set with Tweezer and Tweezer is just Tweezer. It's another thing when they play a song that you're like, okay, I can probably go to the bathroom at this point in time. And then like you're walking away from your seat and you're like, oh my God, they're jamming. What's going on? So Jonathan, starting with you, what do you hope is the surprise jam of this summer? You know, I'm not sure that I hope this is the surprise jam of the summer. This is what I think will be <laughs> Much the surprise different, jam right? of the summer. Right now, I, I, it is different. So I want to caveat that. Um, I, I don't, you know, I'm I, I'm a big one for not having a lot of expectations. Um, I kind of think that they are going to go deep on Sigma Oasis this year. Um, it's super due. It's a good song, like musically. It's interesting and has. I think there's just a lot of opportunity, and um, I think I think they're just gonna they're gonna play it and it's gonna feel right and they're gonna get out there. That's Sigma Oasis is my pick. It's a good pick. Megan, what do you got? I was thinking about what's the use. I just feel like it would be so amazing if that song turned into like this huge jam after it. Maybe I've just been spending too much time talking to you, Brian, about fish, but like I'm getting super into like this ambient stuff. And so maybe it's by osmosis. I don't know. Or you're just convincing me or something. But I, I just felt like you know, they've played some longer versions. I think the one at the Gorge last summer was the second to longest one. I just think it'd be cool if it started to like really stretch out and become like 
jam space. I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. I'm very into that. There's so much for that song to do. Uh, it's it's a good moment in the show, but yeah, I agree. Like one 20 minute, what's the use? That could be incredible. Before I get to you, RJ, I want to give a shout out to listener, the incredible perp with 20 minute bouncing, which is not my pick for this summer, but is my like eternal pick that ending the bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, like just stretch that and see where it goes. Just, Oh, what a moment it would be if they, I mean, it'd be like lawn boy. Be the song that nobody mm-hmm. ever thought would jam, and then suddenly you've got this one version. I'm there. And kind of like I'm a there. troll too, right? Like everybody's like, oh, bouncing. Totally. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like midway through a second set and then play it for like 18 minutes and people are yeah. like, oh my God. Oh. The bathroom line would be crazy. And then all those people would start <laughs> I gotta get back, back and they'd be like, Jesus, what song are they playing now? Oh, it's bouncing. No, It's like when you. they jam out Caspian. Yes, I love that because I love Caspian and I hate that people hate on it. So I agree. It's just like that. I do like the name Fucker Pants though. It's a good plug for a potential future episode that we all need to talk about. I just got a uh, an, an email request from a listener about coming on for a uh, Caspian-focused episode, which we'll do later Ooh. this summer. Could be fun. Polarizing. RJ's RJ's been on pins and needles trying to get us his uh his <laughs> his his pick here. We're just Completely. diverting the conversation. What do you got for us? I was gonna say Sigma Oasis, actually, so I agree with Jonathan, but but I think I'm gonna I think there's something where either twist or light has to like come back in a in a major way. I think there's there's been like especially twist there's been like you know the eight minute versions and the seven minute versions and there's been like a there was like a 13 minute version in in mexico i think there's i think they're like on the verge of of bringing maybe discovering some new territory with that same with light there hasn't been like a 20 minute version of light since 2018 and i feel like both of those songs they just kind of get played as part of the you know cycling through ideas sort of shows but i think one of those is going to is going to go longer because I think they're more comfortable now. I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of new material. So. Hey, that's a whole other question. I know. Well, I know that's what that's <laughs> called. That's called foreshadowing. That um, <laughs> but so that, that's my answer. <laughs> the light that was played at MSG, I think I, I thought it was the best version since 123018. It was it was so good. And I, okay. I agree. It felt like there were suddenly new ideas that they had not discovered in that song in some time. Um my pick is Thread, which is off of uh the album Sigma Oasis. I love this song. It, it is. is terrifying. It is so weird. It is Obviously, it has a lot of connections to Steam, but I kind of think of it as like the sun of split open and melt and foam, like that era of fish that was just kind of like, we're going to creep you out. And like, if you listen to these lyrics, you're going to be really weirded out. And also musically, it's going to challenge you, but it's got a crazy groove. And I could just see a song like this, like getting a second at the end, like the year alone and that just being stretched and then they start to distort the melody and we modulate a little bit and we just end up in this crazy space like we need a companion to like, split open and melt for weirdness like something like the uh the the weird like machine jamming of fall 2018 totally you know, would go well with that yeah. i'm i'm very into that yeah 
So that's so we got thread, we got light, we've got what's the use, and we've got sigma oasis. This is good. This is really good. Um, all right. Next topic here. This is always a fun one. Sorry, before we, I just want to yeah. just the third song in the Steam Thread trilogy yeah. is it's going to happen Epitaph. eventually. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. happen. It's going to be a big moment. That that song's in my notes for later too, so we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> what bust out do you want to hear? This is always a fun one because everybody loves the bust out. There's a lot of bust outs still. There's some bust outs that are really on the table that are really good. Um, Jonathan, do you have it pulled up? I think we were talking about um, some of the like biggest gaps that we can give some context to this. Can you just like run us through like 10 or so like big gap bust out songs that are theoretical like realistic possibilities yeah i mean uh, obviously squeeze box they'll bust out any day um no but let's scroll down i mean that's over 2000 shows and they've played that since 83 i mean come on come on um my pick is up here and i think is actually not entirely unrealistic but i'll skip that uh and tell you lushington is one that many people call for. Brian's probably going to call for today on the episode. Uh, 1,943 shows. Uh, scrolling down a little bit, let's say... I'm just kind of moving through. Dear Mrs. Reagan will never happen again. That's 1,823 shows. Um, let's say the jazz songs. A lot of jazz songs that will never happen again, probably, unless they find themselves in a theater... Standalone Claude, which I would really like, a uh, seventeen hundred fifteen shows, um, sixteen ninety nine for Fluff's Travel. So uh, one that I would really like uh, that they really should do is In a Hole, because it has that wonderful lyric, "I'm in a hole." Um, is <laughs> seventeen hundred so- so- uh, shows? Uh, is this what you're looking for, Brian? Because I'm just picking yeah, stuff. This but is there's great. so this many songs great. they haven't done. They haven't done a proper rhombus narration, supposedly, in 1,428 shows. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, <laughs> Eliza. This is an album track. That's my pick. Oh. It's okay. Do you want to know the number now, or should I save it? I think I know it. Okay. Is it 1269? Oh, no, it's bigger. 1000? It is? 1364 shows. Whoa, it's even bigger than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Five uh, pounds, six pounds, <laughs> seven pounds. <laughs> and obviously, uh, RJ's pick is The Prison Joke, which hasn't been done since <laughs> for 1,253 shows. Well, those are, those but are I mean, random. I, I mean, it's, it's there's a Mrs. lot of Mrs. Pizza songs shit on this came list, back. So. That was like what a on, on New Year's Eve. Like they're they're doing like think about it was 2012 when uh, Skin It Back came back. Like nobody thought that was going to come back. Fuck fuck your face. Nobody thought that would come back. Like they're there are they are playing with their songbook in a really interesting way. And so to bed from the fall, a song that had never been played oh, before. God. So Jonathan, give us your pick for what is the bust out that you want to hear. Oh, uh, my pick is Melt the Guns. Um, Not a joke. Absolute seriousness. Current gap is 1,954. 
It is a good song. XTC is a good band. It has a important message. It's also got some gag element kind of wittiness to it and um, good jam potential. Melt the guns. Yeah. It's a great pick. Yep. That's the pick. Megan, what do you got? Yeah, well, mine was Eliza. I just, I can't believe this song hasn't been played since 1992. It's crazy. It's almost rude, frankly. Yeah, it's so incredibly beautiful. I just, I want to hear it. And it's simple. It's a very simple, like, it could just be like, here we go. What do you got, RJ? Uh, Melt the guns, for sure. I think it's just, uh, uh, you know... Fish doesn't typically say things about stuff, but it would be a good way to to bring the song back, bring this cover back, and make a little bit of a statement. I think the last thing, remember in the the New Year's 2016 during the Petrichor um, thing, and Trey said like something about it was like during the countdown, and he was like, "We can't get out of 2016 soon enough." That's like the only thing that he, and I mean, I'm not you know. I yeah. assume he was talking about the horrendous things that happened in the election, but um, they don't really say stuff about things, but they can use their music to do that. So that's what I, that's what I think. Um, but more realistically, maybe um, no offense, Jonathan, because I, I think they should play it. Okay. Um, the last dinner in a movie was Baker's dozen five years ago. I think that's just, I mean, it doesn't do that much as a song, but it, it would be fun to 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 see um, to see played again. I think and it's good. they haven't they haven't played Fire since late 2019, which I think the way Trey is playing right now, I think he could I think he can revisit that that solo and do a great job with it. Those are my contributions. Those are good contributions. Thank you. I always thought they were going to play Dinner Movie early last year. I thought that was going to be the opener of the summer tour last year because it was kind of just yeah. like this hat tip of like, hey, this is what we've been doing, and now we're back, you know? Yeah, but only happen. But only one of us guessed the tour opener correctly. Yep, it was Megan. <laughs> it's not who I had in mind. <laughs> no respect. No respect, RJ. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Jonathan gave away my answer, which is Lushington. Sorry. It's okay. Nineteen. Well, we knew it was going to be Lushington from you. Come on. Yeah, it's not we like knew it was, but you know what? In it every episode for the past it, two months. In normal fashion, I actually have a couple backup options as well, which I'll share. Is but one of them, Axis Bold is Love. It is not, because I don't know how long backup. it's. That's a nice backup. Um, Lushington was played in 1986 and 1987. Parts of it were outsourced for Fluffhead, if you will. Um, it's just got such a good fun jam at the end. And I know that they messed around with this at Dick's 2014, so it probably never actually will be played again. But it just feels like a song that a lot of the fan base will know. Some of the fan base will be completely confused about. But like the video of 123097 that like is from the soundboard, straight on shot. They start playing Sneak and Sally, and there's one guy who just – his hands go up, and he just starts jumping up and down in the air, and nobody around him is reacting. And it's like that guy listens to 80s Fish, and it's such a cool moment because like he is losing his mind, never expected this to happen again, 
And I'm not saying I want to be that guy at a fish show, but like I want there to be that guy who's like, holy shit, they're actually playing Lushington. Just you want be that cool for thing. somebody. I want that feeling for, for all of us, but for that guy who's like, who knows it immediately. Um, the other picks I had were two covers, two of my favorite covers, uh, Albuquerque. Uh, I ask for it every single fish show that I go to. Um, I thought I was about to get it and then they played Bye Bye Foot, which is totally, totally fine. I love Bye Bye Foot at uh, Chula Vista, but it sound I heard that. I heard it and I was like, oh my God, really is this happening? 421 shows um, and then Whipping Post uh, because I'm contractually obligated to mention 725.99 and that was the last time that that song was played and uh, it would rule. Love it. I have two backups too. Sure. Okay, my first one is um, the In La Josie Wales. It's mm. just one of my most favorite pieces of instrumental music that he's written, and it's just like crushes me every time. And one of my favorite moments at a show are those quiet moments when it's just beautiful composed pieces. So I really want to hear that. And I also want to hear quadraphonic toppling, which I feel like they were teasing a little bit at MSG. Wasn't Mike saying like the lyrics yeah. at one point? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I like feel the gym, like but you're totally right. It yeah. could come. Was it was it simple? No, I don't I don't remember what the jam it was, but it was amazing. And I, I feel like it hasn't been played since Big Cypress, and that would be incredible. I like your your call of in law Josie Wells. I'm more of a minestrone guy, but uh in law Josie <laughs> Wells is It was during the Axola the Axola jam. Ah, yes. That's it. ah that's yes, it. that's when it which was. Which is a which is an, a jam vehicle now, which is amazing. Best. Yeah. Can you so believe great. it? Just so good. All right. Um, next topic of discussion here. Do you think, yes or no, and potentially why, do you think that there will be new material this summer? I'm going to flip it up. I'm going to switch it up here. RJ, do you think that there will be new material this summer? Yes. Megan, do you think that there will be new material this summer? Absolutely. Trey's been playing some of the Mercy songs right on tab. So I think he's, he's getting them ready. Oh, sorry. I just want to caveat my answer. Yes, but not Mercy songs. Oh. So are you saying that you aren't including Mercy songs as new material or are you saying he won't play Mercy songs? I think there will be. <laughs> yeah, now I'm confused. <laughs> what is this? Clarify. People's, people's court. Um, I've been working for lawyers for a long time, man. I, 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 I'm going to get the truth out of you. I think that there will be additional new material um, alongside maybe some Mercy songs. Wow. That's exciting. Jonathan, what do you think? I share that position. I feel like at this point, Trey's just writing songs constantly. He shits music. Come on. That's it. I just want to see in one of these future questions, RJ, like confer with his lawyer before answering a question. Like he's, he, he's yeah. like, he's at a Senate hearing right now. Done. Hold on. So we all think that there will be new material. <laughs> yes. Yes. We all think that. Um, all right. Let's jump into the request segment of the wish list episode. Um, Mr. Anastasio, Mr. Gordon, Mr. McConnell, Mr. Fishman, if you're listening, these are the songs that we would love to hear this summer. This doesn't have to be a bust out. This doesn't have to be a rarity. Just what are a couple songs that you want to hear this summer? And I'm going to switch it up again. Megan, 
What do you want to hear first? Okay, but let's be clear. These are not songs we're chasing because that's a different... That's a different category. It's a different category. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to leave that song that I want to hear the most under... Because I'm chasing that. So that's like what I want to hear the most. Okay. I have a few covers that I want to hear. I love Sneakin' Sally and I haven't heard it in a while. Love it. Love Torn and Frayed. Haven't heard that. I don't know if I've ever heard that. I love Cities and I really want to hear Cities again. And... My other originals that I want to hear are I want to hear The Curtain With, I want to hear Harpua, I want to hear McGrupp, and because I've been hanging out with you weirdos, I want to hear Catapult. <laughs> <laughs> now I really want to hear it. She I- just called you guys weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any response. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, what do you want to hear? Um, well, this is <laughs> um, really all I really want to hear is "Lonely Trip" because of the eight times it's been played, I've, I've seen three of them, and all three of the ones that I saw were after amazing jams, and I think every version besides maybe six out of the eight have been out of an amazing jam. So if you hear Lonely Trip, that means that something awesome happened right before that. And it's the new, it's like, it's the new life boy. You know, I think it's so, it's such a beautiful feeling in the the last night of Mexico and the golden age just ended into Lonely Trip and then Harry Hood after that. Those, that was just like one of the highlights of that run for me. I think it's becoming a, a song that I, if I hear it, I know that it's it, it was a it was a great time. I also want to hear Runaway Jim, which they haven't played since ten thirty twenty one. These are all good picks. Lonely Trip is just I don't know of any song that better summarizes the last couple of years than Lonely Trip. Um, I'm gonna go before Jonathan goes. Um, I haven't seen my favorite cover that Fish plays since the Baker's Dozen. And it's kind of crazy because it's not that rare of a song, but it hasn't been played a ton lately. It is uh, Rock and Roll by the Velvet Underground. I just don't know of any other cover. I mean, they're they're out there, but like I don't know of any other cover that Fish has just like embraced as their own the way that they do rock and roll. It sounds like it's a Fish song, but then you're like, oh, it's fucking Paige singing Lou Reed. This is so cool. Um, but it hasn't been played since Hershey last summer. Before that, 21 show gap or uh, before that was MSG 2019 before that was SPAC 2019. There was a 27 show gap at one point in 2018. Like it just like it's been in and out of the rotation. I'd love to hear this song again. And I haven't seen a jammed out version of rock and roll since 2011. This song used to be the, we don't know what we're going to play to open the second set. Oh, we can play rock and roll and play it for 15 minutes. It was either that or drowned, right? It was that or drowned, like switched on and off. Um, I always hear this song, Brian. So if we see a show together, you'll get it. We'll get that and we'll get mm-hmm. a song I'm chasing, which is not to be named in this category. I think um, I think rock and roll is like it just it's sort of like what we were talking about with Twist or Light more recently. It just sort of like there's there's not it's not like a fertile ground for new ideas for some reason. It doesn't it it's for doesn't, some reason. There's not any reason why it can't they've be. They've definitely tilled that ground a few times so yes. yeah just totally decided to you know let her be for a little bit 
One of the I mean, one of the most jammed out versions in the past ten years is the show I mentioned. I think on our last show, which was that Jones Beach yes. show where it rained all first set and then the second set opened with it, and it was I think maybe like twenty minutes. It was, but it's rare, very rare, very very good rock and roll. I love that version. Um, I hope you get one, Brian. Thank you. But you I might have to come you're... to the man. I think I'm going to. Uh, my other two, I'll be quick. Uh, classic fish song that it doesn't matter how many times I see this. I want to see it at every single fish I go to. Reba. And then I want to get some sci-fi soldiers this summer. Specifically, I want to get The Unwinding. That was my favorite track off of sci-fi soldiers record. So you get some classic fish jam material that I haven't heard in some time. Some very classic composed fish and some new fish. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's a good mix right there. Jonathan, sandwich. what do you got? What's that? It's a perfect sandwich. It's a perfect, it's a perfect fish fillet. Sorry. It's all right. I want a proper, jammed out, well landed David Bowie. Now we're talking. Proper. Proper. Now we're talking. Proper. Um, I would also like to hear them play Sea and Sand. I don't think I'll get to see it. If they play it, they'll play it at AC or the down in Alabama, and that's fine. I just, I just want them to play it. I, I, I love when Paige sings that. I about died when they did it in Mexico. Said last year, whenever the fuck they did it in Mexico last time, and it was gorgeous. And um, <laughs> yeah. And the next song on my list is Epitaph. We know it exists. We want to hear it. Play it. Damn it. Um, play it. Uh, yeah. So that that's my little list. I, I don't I don't really go I'm I'm chasing one song. I didn't list it. I don't really go in like like I they gotta play this and this and this for me. I mean I'm only planning to see one show this summer. So what's the point in expecting anything specific? Because they'll probably what's, play it. What's the, show the use? Before. Really? Indeed. <laughs> what show jonathan just so just so we can throw it out into the universe raleigh can't wait to hang out with you there i'll be there too Sweet. oh wow so am i gonna so have to come to raleigh this- yeah. yeah brian come to north carolina you gotta come brian playing rock and roll it's gonna be awesome <laughs> we're gonna play rock and roll we'll play every song that we're talking about here and they're like, yeah. oh they're all there it's gonna be a hell of a show <laughs> except for i'm gonna be at home um all right, so let's go into the song Chasing. Jonathan, you just said you're not chasing any song, but I'm going to goad you into having chasing some fun one. here. Chasing one, one song. song. What are we I chasing? I said it before. One song that I really, really want to be there for. It's Life on Mars. Mm. That's the one song that I'd like really want to see. And they keep not playing it for me. It's a good song. I haven't seen that live either, but yeah, that's that's an incredible song. I mean, I, I saw Ziggy Stardust. I was super ecstatic about all of that when I heard about it, but then I, I real you know, realize isn't the right answer. But you know, then it occurred to me, I was like, Oh shit, they probably won't play Life on Mars. Well maybe they'll encore with it. Such an optimist. They they didn't. Um someday. Someday. RJ, what do you got? Um, I also have never seen Life on Mars, and I, it's so it's such a great it's such a great song. Um, I I got um 
I should have said this yesterday when we were doing our premium recording about albums, but Brian and Jonathan know I got I got a record player like a year ago, and um, I've been building a collection from from scratch. And I don't know that I got a, I only have one Bowie album, and whenever Life on Mars comes on, it's just like. It's just such a great song. And the Fish versions have been great, too. They haven't played it since 2012. Um, I should have seen it in 95, you know? Like, that seems like that's when that would have happened. Because that's... 95 and 96 is when it was, like, in heavy rotation. But yeah, I missed it. Same. All but I didn't, I didn't see any 96 shows. Because... Well, maybe. if you would had, then you would have seen it, dude. I probably would have seen it. I also might have come out of the 90s liking Simple more. But... <laughs> um, that's a different podcast. My, the 10, the, out of like the, I looked at the, thanks David Steinberg for making it so that we can easily search stats. Um, out of the songs that I haven't seen, the top 10 most played or, or whatever, um, big take the A train. I'm going to just keep, I'm just going to keep pushing the fish going back to jazz because I mean, the last time it was played was 4.13.94. Um, but I think they can do it. I think they could do it. Um, the other songs that I have not heard that I would like to hear are All Things Reconsidered and LaGrange. Those are the two kind of like most other most common commonly played. So I guess that's I didn't really answer the question, but I said a lot of stuff. Okay. Megan, what do you got? I think you answered the question, RJ. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That was more enthusiastic than Brian's response. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You have to confer with somebody before he can answer you. <laughs> For everybody listening at home, they're just like, what's this dead air situation? And then uh, we're, just, we're just spinning off of RJ being at a Senate hearing right now, answering for... <laughs> <laughs> um, I just looked it up. I did see Life on Mars. I saw it twice, and in both times in 1996. So wow. it makes a lot of sense. Why. I bet yeah. you didn't once, even appreciate it. Red Rocks, you would know. I didn't appreciate it then, yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure I appreciated everything at Red Rocks, but on like a different level that I appreciated, I would appreciate it now. <laughs> Very special. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so this is a crazy confession. I've never seen an Iculus. Not crazy. That's not so, that crazy. I know. It seems like it should be, but then thinking about how many times they've actually played it, it's it makes sense. So I've never seen an Iculus, so I'm chasing an Iculus. I... I don't think I'm going to get one, but maybe they'll play one this summer. They have We haven't had one since before the pandemic. So I think 2018 at Alpine, I think, was the last one. So mm-hmm. um, maybe they'll play one at Alpine again, and I won't be there, and it will be annoying. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of, like, East Coast shows, so I doubt I'll see one. But you never know. They don't like to throw it out at like random venues or they like to throw it out at like the East Coast where they're like, hey, all of you would have seen us in a bar in mm-hmm. Poughkeepsie, New York back in 1991, <laughs> right? All of you. If you could have fit in there, you know, that type of thing. And then they'll play Iculus because it's just it's that vibe. Um, what else? Anything else that you have or is it just Iculus? That's a big song to be chasing. That's a big one. Yeah, that's it. It's a big, big fish to that catch. Was, that was part of Jonathan's pick for the last episode, our, our summer jams playlist. Mm-hmm. Right? That was. That's correct. Yeah. Which is too. That's right. the only one that I saw and I can't believe that that happened. It's, it's really, it's pretty rare. And um, 
I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen for you. Raleigh's going to be dope. We're going to get Iculus. I think it's going to be going to get life on it's Mars. Actually gonna we're going to get proper David Bowie. We're going to get well, Mel- rock and roll jam. Yeah. That's a rock great venue. Roll. I yeah. like Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. So I have my stats pulled up under the most common songs not seen and songs that were not played since I started seeing fish in 2003. And the song that I have not seen at all, that there is a 3.4% chance that I would have not seen this song. And after that, it jumps up into the teens and then up into the 30%. So like I should have seen this song and I would have seen this song were it not for some life decisions that I made in the early winter of 2019 that prevented me from being in attendance to see this song. And that is a day in the life has been played 27 times since I started seeing fish. I've never seen it in 82 shows. Um, I live in fear of this song though, because this is the song my wife is chasing more than anything. And anytime we see a show separate from each other, I'm like, fuck, they're going to play it tonight. I know it. I know it's going to happen. I'm not going to enjoy it because then it's going to be like I feel so 200 bad. shows before she gets to see it. So like I, we, we had this thing going before I went on my fish trip in October. I was just like, I really hope they don't play a day in the life. And then when she went to Vegas, I was like, I really hope they play a day in the life. Cause if she sees it, then we're good. Um, or if we see it together, but um, That's even better. I would love I would love for that song to be played at Dick's this upcoming summer uh, when the two of us will be in attendance. Um, I'm also, I'll just say it again because I love it so much and I would just kill for fish to play it. Albuquerque. Just do it. Play I don't like know, a man. I, I think dark after, CD jam and then just. After Big Cypress, there can be no. There can be no return. They should just. They, They've played they, it a couple times since. Oh then, sure, but, but they shouldn't know. have. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got three, four more categories here. Let's jump through this here. Um, this is an easy one, but it's also wrong. Uh, not an easy one because nobody is going to get this right. We're going to start with who did get it right though last year. RJ, what is the tour opener going to be? Melt the guns. That would be so dope. Good answer. That's, good That's answer. all I got at the moment. Uh, or, or I've never needed you like this before. <laughs> Just stick with the one that works. Yeah, Just stick exactly. with it. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be Runaway Jim. Okay. So it should be Squirming okay. Coil. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Atlanta, like near the water. Uh, it will be Drowned. Um, oh, I would love that. that I'd like to awesome. point out also, though, that a few years ago, back in the old school HF Pod days, we had like a little contest for the summer tour opener. I think they were opening in like tour like in Detroit or something, and um, and I entered under a pseudonym, under a you know a, a fake email address or Twitter account. I don't remember which, and uh, and I, I I got it right. It was Pigtail. It's pretty random. Minneapolis, twenty sixteen. Nailed that shit. <laughs> Minneapolis. Thank you very much. Nailed that shit. Nailed it. <laughs> Pigtail. Really? I was just did it on a lark. There we go. Actually, I I looked up stats. <laughs> I think it is going to be a song that they have been absolutely crushing of late, and is one of the best openers that the band has. 
It's just a great, easy way to like ease them into the show. Would you like me to describe it any further? Would you like me to tell you what the song is? Name the song. The Mama Dance. You know, I'd be happy. We're in the South. It's going to be a little hot. Near the water. Near the water. We got to test out the rig, make sure everything's working properly. What better way to do it than to play a MoMA dance? Fishman gets to sing. Or 25 minutes Sigma Oasis. Into that too. Very into that. I'm trying to think realistically. RJ. I would be willing to bet you a Vegas 04 podcast episode (laughs) that they play it second and not first. (laughs) Okay, so they play it second. We don't ever we get don't. to talk about Vegas 04. It's it's off the table forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if they do play it first, then what if they get, don't play it at all? It's just it's still on the table then. Then you then you get to do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> or if they play it third, you still get to do whatever you want. It's only if they play it second that I get to It's a good second it. song. I could see like a possum mm. and then like the the carrot without the, you know, not the full sag. Possum just like kind of dies down and that's a very 2009 way to open so, a show. So to be clear, when they play MoMA Dance second, the Vegas 04 podcast episode is officially off the table indefinitely. For, for it'll just months. be a it'll just be a gimmick that I just <laughs> I you just gotta go beg for the year for. at least, right? Okay, we'll say six months. Six months. I'll take it. I'll take on. But now. then, what happens if they play it first? Does Brian get to do the episode? Then we have to do it the next day instead of a quick hit. Yeah, we just we, we <laughs> screw it to the quick head. I'll be busy. Whoever whoever the guest yeah. is, they have to talk Vegas so far. Yeah, I no, like we, this. We'll okay. do it at Brian at Brian's convenience. <laughs> well, I got to do a lot of prep. That's going to have to be a premium episode. Quite the you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, premium for sure. On that note, I'm going to pick up my kids. Love you guys. <laughs> love you, man. Bye, RJ, love you, man. Bye, RJ. We'll finish Bye. this out. Talk to you guys soon. All right. <laughs> all right. So we will see you all in two weeks for the Vegas 04 episode. But before then. <laughs> <laughs> what song do you think should come back into the four to five show rotation? And meaning, like, what song do you think would you be cool hearing on a regular basis throughout this upcoming tour? Megan, I want to start with you. Gumbo, but like a 1997 jam vehicle gumbo. That's what I want to come back. I like that. I like that a lot. John, what do you, Jonathan, what do you have? Uh, Scarlet Begonias, but like a 1974 <laughs> standalone jam vehicle, Scarlet Begonias. Fuck yes. I'm into yeah, it, ahead. man. I just, fuck with that, Brian. I just, come on. No, there's no way to fuck with it. I just finished <laughs> editing uh, the Dick's Picks 31, uh, 36 in the Vault episode, and there's two Scarlet mm. Begonias on that volume. First is standalone. The second comes out of playing in the band and then goes back into playing in the band. I was just like, my God. That song is one of my top probably five of all-time Grateful Dead songs. I mean, it's just, I love that song so much. Look, I mean, it's 2022. The whole fish dead stigma thing that's in the past. It's not a thing. They've they've answered it. They've they've risen to their own thing. This song would be perfect Mm -hmm. for fish now totally sing it the way you want 
fucking the jam on the end of it in a standalone version. No fire on the mountain. What they could take it in a meat stick if they have to, but like everybody, that's too obvious. They shouldn't do it. Uh, but just just stretch that last jam out, and it could be very fish. It could be fucking amazing. So I think I would cry. Honestly, I think. Oh, I would. I would. I would. would. By the way, two thousand three shows since they played it. Good year for fish. Um, I, I've listened. I've spent a lot of time, as I do every spring, listening to the Warfield '99 run, and I mean, help Slip Franklin's, and that Slipknot is long. It's yeah, like it's... sixteen minutes long. That is built for fish. There's a show from I think it's. Think it's nine twenty seven seventy six. Um, it's 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 the middle show. It's in between the uh, Maryland and Syracuse shows that are released as Dick's Picks twenty. Um, I think it's nine twenty seven seventy six, and the second set is Help Slip Drums Space Warfrat Slip Franklin's. And there's a wheel in there as well, because of course there is. And it's like, it's my favorite Grateful Dead set to listen to right now. And so that, that would be, if, if we're talking Grateful Dead, which is not on the list, but let's do it. Like that is Help Slip Franklin's, you talk Scarlet, that, I, I agree with you, but Help Slip Franklin's has like the elements of composition and mm. space. And oh, weirdness. sure. And yeah, no, it's all good. The but the, we're, we're, we're here to talk about what song should enter like four to five show rotation. Sure. Yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be yeah. Scarlet Begonias. It should be a regularly played song. I stand Megan, did you ground. go? <laughs> she I did. did. She said gumbo. And I pray. Thank I, you. I Thank almost you. like. We didn't debate your, what your, she your said answer, verbatim so. because I like the way she put it. It should be a this 1997 <gasps> jammed out gumbo. There I'm you go. It. I'm into it. See, I pay attention. Thanks, you do. Jonathan. You do. I, I was busy searching for, for, for my answer because um, <laughs> that's just how I roll. I'm going with what I think is a much more realistic choice than what either of you are saying. I'm offended. Um, <laughs> and that and that is a song that I saw once on June twentieth, two thousand and ten, and has since been played only six times. It was played fifty two shows later on six ten eleven, forty seven shows later on seven eight twelve, a hundred and ninety two shows later on eight one seventeen, forty seven shows later on twelve twenty eight eighteen. 29 shows later on 714 2019 and 35 shows later on 828 2021. I'm talking about Swept Away and Steep. These songs. Yes. Right? It's yes. only been played 33 times. These songs were played on a three show rotation throughout 1996 and into 1997. And then since then, has been incredibly rare. At this point, it's played once every. 25 shows this is this is a song pairing that like i don't think you can get sick of i'd be totally cool with for like a summer fish was like every four or five shows here's swept away steep coming out of a jam because steep is gorgeous the way that they added the coda jam onto it in 2009 is absolutely beautiful i don't need a baker's dozen version i just love how they can fade into that it gives you this great little pause and you get like freaked out by steep, but then you get into this like beautiful zone. Ugh, the the piano, the way that Trey and Paige interweave inter- each other, it's it's amazing. It's amazing stuff. So 
It's so gorgeous. I used to, I mean, I saw most of my shows in 96 in the 90s and I used to hear it all the time and I never got sick of it. It was like, it's such a special moment. It's such a special moment in a show. It's gorgeous. Right there with you, which is why I picked it. Um, Any other picks that you guys have of what you'd like to hear? Nope. No. All my my eggs in that basket. All your eggs in that basket. I like that. That's a good basket. I'm I'm into it. Um, Our next category here, we've got two more categories here. Tranastasia released a subdued, quiet, introspective acoustic album. His first ever acoustic album back in, was this March? Yeah, it was early March. It's a very early spring record. I loved this. Um, I still love this. I'm really into this album. Um, speaking of what Megan was saying, like bringing back a uh, minestrone, um, the Ella Josie Wales, if you will. Um, you can imagine Trey coming out for the encore, putting down the chair and doing some in law Josie Wales and then playing a song off of mercy. And then the band coming out and they play like antelope or something could be a cool addition and a cool little moment in the, in the shows. Um, Jonathan, what song do you want to hear off of mercy this summer? Um, blazing down the twisted wire. I think it's just kind of a peppy song. I think it could be fun. They could get some vocal harmonies going. I think they should do it right in the middle of a blaze on jam too. So like just full on blazing all across the board. Like it'd be great. Blaze on jam, blazing down the twisted wire, back into blaze on and set one. That's good. That's good. Megan, what do you got? Actually, you know what? You're going to go last. I'm going to go second because you know what? I always go last. All right. Jump in. (laughs) Get after it. Go ahead. I got two songs. Sorry. Uh, Arc and Ever Changing Tide. I want to hear. Those two songs are thematically connected, and I just want to hear those uh, either together or separate. I I just I love those songs. What do you got? Well, I had Arc too because I think it would be really interesting to hear how they interpret it. Arc is such an interesting song and I think would sound so different with the band. I also could hear them playing Flying Blind and just thought that might be interesting to hear how they do it. I mean, they're playing Roll Like a River with Tab now. Um, I don't know. I wonder if they'd bring that to Fish. I think it'd be interesting. I like that song. I love that song. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful song. It's got a really, really good hook to it. Yeah, it does. All right, our last category here before we all break and everyone goes off to summer tour and nothing of what we said happens. Except for all the things I said. Except the Except facts for all. that Jonathan shared. The facts yeah. that Jonathan shared earlier in the episode. Yeah. Um, one of the things about Fish that I don't think would work for many other bands is the fact that they have this thing called sleeper shows. It's not really planned out. Some people would say it's planned out, but it's not really planned out. It's kind of just this show ends up being a great show and nobody anticipated it because it's in Salt Lake City two days after Halloween where they just played a Halloween show. And what the hell are they doing playing another Halloween show in a half-empty arena? Plus, I mean, the next shows after that are so far to the east that the right practical thing to do is just to head east and not go totally. to Salt Lake City. I mean, why would It's out of the way. 
it's out of the way. There's not a lot of gas. There's not a lot of, no, No. 10 o'clock, man. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing though. Cause like, I remember in the summer of 09, when they announced the tour, they did four nights at Red Rocks, one night at Shoreline, two nights at the Gorge, one night in Chicago, and then they did this East Coast swing before they ended the tour. And every single person I talked to was, Chicago is going to be the sleeper show. It was not. It was just a show. And that's okay, because that happens. But we're going to try to identify through science what will be the sleeper show of this summer. What is the show that people are going to be like, ah, and then it just happens. And there's a chance it could be a venue where I thought there was going to be a sleeper show almost 10 years ago. I'll get into this here in a second. And there was not. But um, Megan, I want to give you first reign here. What show do you think is going to be the sleeper show and why? I think I think Megan's going to be right here. I just am going on record. I got that she feeling. Says it. It's going to be Raleigh because I'm going. And also because I'm going to see all my college friends there and I'm going to meet Jonathan for the first time. And, you know, I just, I think there's some sort of magic that happens in Raleigh too, but it's not one of those venues. Everybody's like, I got to get to it. It's not like a Deer Creek or an Alpine Valley or Dick's or the Gorge. It's just like, you know, Raleigh, but they played some unbelievable shows there. Unbelievable shows there. Like I saw a show there in 97 where it was like thunderstorming out such an incredible show and they've just it's a cool place and i think it's going to be great i'm totally with you here here's a couple reasons the routing people are gonna Mm -hmm. you know first of all looking at the calendar and not taking into play uh, taking into account the place i might would say first night jones beach but it's fucking jones beach there's no way that's going to be chill you know, no, I know I'm going to be um, there. It's going to be, yeah, right. It'll, it'll be great. It'll be wild and, and fish will play well, not, not knocking the place. Uh, and then, and then they go to Raleigh. It's a Friday night. And then it's two nights, Merryweather. Now, if you're doing tour, are you really going to go all the way down to Raleigh and then back up to Merryweather? Do you realize that means you've got to drive through the Washington DC Metro area twice? Are you crazy? I mean, I was going to ask if you're on drugs, but you're on fish tour, so maybe. Um, <laughs> but are you crazy? Don't do that. That's unwise. I mean, there's a reason I, one of the reasons I don't go to Merriweather is because it seems too close for me to get a hotel and it's too far through the worst traffic in the country to go up twice. I hate it. I hate going there. I like being there. I hate going there. So I'm not. Um, so yeah, I think that or Blossom, but everybody's going to go to Blossom. Blossom's beautiful. It's on the route. It's going to be fun, but there you go. What do you got, Brian? Well, I'm going to disagree with your last point there because my pick is Blossom <laughs> and I don't think it's on the route. Cause if you look at it, you're at Jones beach, get the map out. Yes. You could go down to Raleigh or you skip Raleigh and you just go down to Meriwether post And then you've got this decision to make. Do I drive eight hours to Cleveland and then potentially another six hours or four hours to Detroit? And then do I drive back east to Atlantic City or I kind of just chill for the week, webcast some fish and go to Atlantic City? Because Atlantic City from Meriwether is very, very close. You do not 
spend your time in in Maryland or New Jersey, unless you live in those places, you go to Ohio. You go to that show. It's like, what is it, a Tuesday? RJ's no longer here. You don't have to feign uh, any sort of love for Ohio. It's okay. You know I don't love Ohio, but you're going to go. Because that would be crazy not to. Now, do you maybe not go up to Michigan? You know, I'd allow that. Uh, but you're going to go to Blossom. That's not a skipper. I agree with you. It's not a skipper, but I think it's going to be skipped on this tour. And I think it's going to be a lot of local fans. And I think by this point in the tour, we are three weekends into the tour. We've got Atlantic City coming up. We've got Alpine and we've still got Dick's. These are the weekday Midwestern shows that I think are going to be slightly overlooked. They love playing Blossom. Every time they play Blossom, they play great there. That's why it's not a skipper. The reality is that we've talked ourselves into is that it's Pine Knob. So here's the thing about Pine Knob. Because in the summer of 2014... Nobody remembers the summer of 2014 except you, Brian. (laughs) I was back from from Korea... (laughs) I was I had no job and I and I and I was flush with cash from working overseas and it was amazing. I was like I was on top of the world. I didn't have any kids. I had zero responsibilities. I was just it was the greatest. It was amazing. And my wife and I were on the East Coast and we were driving back to Chicago where we were hopefully moving at that point in time. That's a totally different podcast. We'll talk about that uh, during the Vegas 04 episode. Um we're driving from New Jersey to Chicago and we're like, you know what? Tickets for Pine Knob are like dirt cheap. Why don't we go? And we get these eighth row tickets for Pine Knob and we pull up to the venue. And we're like, there's nobody here. It's a Wednesday night. There's nobody here. This show's going to absolutely rule. The show did not rule at all. <laughs> not at all. Have you ever looked at that set list? Have you no, ever tried I, to listen to it? There's, there's do you, one do you hear really what it said about 2014? Moment. Nobody remembers it. I get it. It was the tour where they played Fuego on every single stop. Do you know how many Fuegos I saw during that part of the tour? Like eight. Uh, every time, like a silence would fade out, and I would just hear that dung dung. I was like, "Oh, here we go again, I think that's another the one." Of the man, and uh, and they played a big Fuego at the man. They played a great I Fuego. That. I saw a great one at Spac. Um, but yeah, I mean. I'm willing. To, they played an incredible show at Pine Knob in 2011. One of my favorite late era Grateful Dead shows happened at Pine Knob in 1990. Absolutely amazing. So it has the vibe. And it's a very cool venue in the sense that like, I think it fits like 11 or 12,000, but it's it's tiny. Like it feels very, very small. Um, I just, I look at Blossom and I think that that is going to be a show that people are going to overlook. They're going to overlook and they're going to regret overlooking it because it's a Tuesday night coming after a hot, hot weekend at Merriweather that Jonathan is going to skip it because of traffic. It will be very warm. Um, it will be very true. warm. But, um, Megan, I think you got to settle this. Don't you think Brian has really justified Pine Knob as the sleeper for all of the things he said? All, all of his insistence that it won't be makes it all the more clear that point. it could well be. This is a good point. Do you want me to forfeit my Raleigh answer nope. and say that it's nope. going to be Pine I kind of still agree with you on Raleigh, but Pine Knob mm-hmm. is a strong candidate. It's a strong candidate. It's yes. especially because I've – so I grew up in Michigan. I've never been there. Like I think it's it could definitely be a bit – Even the locals don't give a shit about it. That's, That's how you know. That's true. It could be. It really could be. 
I also want to say the incredible perp says that they're doing Blossom Cedar Point AC. And as someone who grew up in Michigan, Cedar Point is one of the best amusement parks in the world. And I used to get so excited to go there as a kid that I used to wake up in the middle of the night, throw up because I was so excited about going to Cedar Point because I love roller coasters. So the incredible perp, that sounds awesome. Well played. Do you still do this before fish shows? Like the night before? Or are you just like, <laughs> I'm not I sure I wanted that about, answer. I was worried about before MSG. Like I couldn't sleep, but I was like, and I had like my heart racing and like, I was very concerned that I was going to throw up, but I didn't. So, but my stomach was like a knot all day. And CBD. I didn't, um, but I took some we, Sunset Lake. We're not at the ad read yet, but yes, good point. You might know a place. All better. <laughs> Cedar <laughs> Point. I've never been to Cedar Point, but. Oh my uh, God, it's so good. I'm a Midwestern kid. And I remember like the, I'd get so many commercials on Nickelodeon about Cedar Point, And I was like, mom, dad, we got to go. And they're like, we're not going to Ohio. I went with my church group a couple of times, you know, and it would be like the church group where you'd be like sneaking off, like smoking cigs in the I back at the Cedar Point trip. I'm aghast <laughs> at this behavior. Well, that's the Midwestern vibe in me for sure. I, I feel it. Um, well, that's it. We, we could probably do more. Is, is, uh, before we go, does anyone have any <laughs> categories that they'd like us to break down on the fly? Um, speak now or forever oh hold your peace. Type quickly. But- We'll stall for a second to see if anybody types anything. Is anybody even watching? Don't answer. That. <laughs> um, Don't answer that. Um, while while we're potentially waiting on additional categories, I will say that we will be back. So I'm going to break this all down for you guys. Our next episode is going to be Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, looking ahead at the next, I'm just pulling up our schedule right now. Suffice next, to say, you can hear a lot from us. You're going to hear a lot from us. Our, our next, so our next four episodes on Mondays and Wednesdays are going to be at an earlier time. They're going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern. They're going to conjoin with our recap episodes. Uh, our recaps will be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. If you think about the next uh, uh, ring of tour. We'll be announcing you these. Text me about those, Brian, because I'm I'm already lost. There will be a quiz. Okay. You've got calendar invites. You got emails. <laughs> you got everything that you need to know. Um, but we will see you all here Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then if you're checking in Monday, Wednesday, as you normally do, I know we got some viewers here who like to hang out with us on a regular basis. We'll be at 1 p.m. Eastern rather than 4:30 p.m. Eastern covering the last night of Orange Beach, as well as the first night of Charleston. And then that will flip again into the next week. We'll return to a normal schedule after the spring tour concludes. We'll do a big overview of what the tour meant. And then we've got some really, really cool June episodes lined up, um, including, as I'm looking at it, a potential 2004 episode that's not about Vegas, but is about Thank God. some really cool – 2004 shows like it slipped um, in there this is this seems yeah i'm gonna have to review this i don't know yeah hmm. my attorney That's has back. approved this <laughs> <laughs> yeah we will be doing that episode um <laughs> so thank you everyone out there for hanging with us here we'll see you back uh bright and early on saturday afternoon to re- recap the tour opener from orange beach alabama um until then who wants to tell us about 
our friends at Sunset Lake CBD. I could take a crack at it. Please. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located just outside of Burlington, Vermont. For years, Sunset Lake was a dairy farm producing milk for Ben & Jerry's ice cream, and in 2019, they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. Sunset Lake CBD embraces Vermont's tradition for land stewardship by using sustainable and regenerative farming techniques to build and protect healthy soils. They are 100% pesticide-free, use minimal tillage, and implement cover crops and crop rotations. They also serve as a research farm for University of Vermont agronomists to study hemp and inform best industry practices. I uh, offer plug their hemp salve with arnica i keep it here at my desk i use it all the time and it uh I, I think it helps i think it helps my arthritis makes my uh you know joints in my hands feel better uh highly recommend checking it out if that's a thing that you might need you can check them out today at www.sunsetlakecbd.com use our coupon code hfpod for 20 percent off on all products Sunset Lake CBD, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown. We'd also like to tell you about our friends at Cash or Trade. Spring and summer tour is upon us. I'm just looking ahead. Charleston, totally sold out. The Man, totally sold out. Dick's, totally sold out. You may, fine listener out there, be in need of some tickets and wondering, is there anyone out there who I could connect with? Or is there any form I could utilize to buy some tickets? For the yeah, like fish Pine shows. Knob is not sold out. Just saying. Because it's apparently Sweet the sleeper show. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, if you are in need of tickets, don't be going to SeatGeek. Don't be going to StubHub. Be going to cashertrade.org, which is the only secondary ticketing marketplace where fans buy, sell, and trade tickets at face value. Fans are able to DM each other before, during, and after a transaction where you can rate and review each other when a transaction is complete so that you can make sure I worked with a good person. This is a good dude. This is a good dudette. We should, you should work with them in the future. They're good people. No added fees are applied to sell your tickets. All sales are fully protected by Cash or Trade's trader protection policy, which guarantees your money back should anything go wrong. That is a good guarantee. Not enough places give you that guarantee. I'll tell you what. I don't want to go down that road of like businesses that don't guarantee your money back if things go don't go right, but Cash or Trade does, and that's something they should be applauded for. Users can avoid purchase fees with a gold membership subscription. Visit cashortrade.org to learn more as well as to utilize their services. With that, Megan, Jonathan, I want to thank you both for um, hanging with us, hanging with me, hanging with RJ on a uh, challenging Wednesday in the universe. Uh, it always brings a smile on my face to talk with the both of you. Um, yeah, as another young parent, I was thinking about both of you guys over the last uh, 24 hours and, um, you know, We'll just uh, we'll we'll keep leaning on this incredible band to get us through the very intense world that we are a part of right now. Yeah, happy to spend the time with you. It really really made my day. Thank you both. Always fun. Always fun. We will see you all out there in Niche Fish Podcast Land on Saturday at one p.m. Eastern for our recap of Night One of Tour 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 the next time we talk there will have been a fish show yay how cool is that that's awesome i'm super into it i'm excited (laughs)
Me too. I don't know you guys. I'm excited for Fish to play shows again. Jonathan, are you still um, man? Or? Yeah. Just <laughs> way too much of this MSG run that people keep talking about, you know? Like, let's just... I'm still Let's get some new fish. No, I'm still basking. The MSG run was, crazy, was incredible, and I'm so glad that we get a chance to listen to it. Thank you all. If you're traveling to Alabama, safe travels. Uh, if you see a man out on tour with a camper behind a Toyota Tacoma that says Fall 97 on the license plates, that is my brother. Give him a hug. Give him a high five. He's I already like the your pod. brother. He's a good dude. He's going to be on the pod, uh, I think, on Sunday to recap night two of, of uh, Orange Beach. So, oh, that's so awesome. Nice. He's a good dude. Um, we'll see you all then. Have a great rest of your week. Talk soon. Be well. Bye, everyone. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.